0: It's the Sean Pittman Show, where we talk about politics, sports, entertainment, and business. Here's your host, Sean Pittman.
1: Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Sean Pittman Show. And man, oh man, who you voting for? <laughs> right, listen, I can't tell you who to vote for. After that debate, I certainly cannot. But I got to tell you, it should make you want to go vote. So all I will say is exercise your right to vote a lot of blood sweat and tears went into your ability to even be able to vote remember there was a time when black people and women couldn't vote but now we can all vote and if you never wanted to express what you think This year, you should want to express what you think. So, hey, going to be a great show. We're going to shift from politics again, give ourselves a break. And we're going to talk to some business leaders who are uh, being awarded for their many, many good deeds and their great business here in our community. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Sean Pittman show. We got a full house full house of great, great people. We're social distanced, of course. In fact, um, everybody around me got a mask on. I may be the only one. Jamie, let me get my mask. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, y'all, we got a full, full house, full, full house of great leaders because this week we are celebrating Med Week in our community. And and y'all know about uh med week we do it every year office of economic vitality does a great great job and we are lucky on the sean pittman show because we have the honorees here with us today well most of them (laughs) we've got keith bowers who is popular in his own right but keith is the reggie roll economic development champion award winner this year we've got princess owsley of elite business strategies and she and elite of the Minority Business Enterprise of the Year. And not with us today is Leave, who we've heard a lot about over uh, across the news. Uh, Kim Rivers, the CEO of that business, is the Woman Business Enterprise of the Year. Uh, Not with us today, as I said, but absolutely no less deserving. And finally, we couldn't do this show without having a a great friend of the show, Daryl Jones, with us. Uh, from Office Economic Vitality, the Deputy Director, MWSBE. So I, I wanna, first of all, congratulations congratulations Thank to you. all of you. Thank you. You guys are absolutely fabulous. And yeah, I, I wish I had applause. Speed, do we have applause on this board that we could put in here? We're gonna put some applause uh, on the board so we can do this. But I wanna start with Daryl. Um, Daryl, tell us what is Med Week and, and why is it important?
0: Sean, I'm always delighted to talk about Midweek. This year make marks our twenty-eighth annual observance of Midweek. And it's a time where our community puts a focus on minority and women owned businesses and their impact in our local economy. This year, although we're in the throes of a pandemic, is no different than any other year because our one, our focus is on the uplift of quality. Strong, vibrant businesses, but then there's also the focus also on how we help those same businesses to build capacity through seminars, workshops, and other presentations. And this part here, this conversation, is part possibly my favorite part when we acknowledge our MBE, our WBE, and our Economic Development Champion of the Year. And the two persons, if we, the three persons that we've acknowledged this year, are extremely well deserving and stellar businesses in their own
1: right and have enormous impact in our local economy, each in their own respective way. Well I agree with you. And um I, I do want to say again that Kim Rivers is not here, but that's okay. She's been on the show a few times. But we've not had the luxury of having Princess or Keith. Um so they're here in their own in this 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 right, but y'all should be on the show. We gotta have you back on to talk more. But Princess let me start with you. Tell me what what does it mean to to, um, uh, what does it mean to have elite business strategy recognized in such an incredible way?
2: I will start by saying wow, (laughs) to know that we were selected amongst all of the businesses in the Tallahassee community that are thriving in their own right, that are formidable in their own right, and are really making an impact on our community. So to be chosen, We're just extremely grateful and humble for the opportunity. We thank the Office of Economic Vitality for recognizing us, and we look forward to being a part of MetWeek.
1: Well, and you're a big part of it, and you're important to this community, too. I mean, not long um, ago, uh, you were one of the first businesses, if not the first businesses, that uh, when we needed PPE Mm -hmm. um, during COVID, you were out there first making it happen. So you deserve this And so much more And y'all I don't know what PPE means The words y'all I'm not gonna lie to you I would say it if I did But y'all know what it is Personal
2: right? protective equipment There you go All right
1: Personal protective equipment I was gonna have it right I think I had it right Okay You see That's why you just Ought to have confidence That you know What you're talking about Say it with force Say it with force So Keith Bowers Man I've known this guy A long time He's been doing great stuff and a pillar in this community. I've tried to get him to run for office. He won't do it. Uh, I think that might be a decision at home, but, but the type of person we need making policy right now, uh, he is the economic development champion award recipient. Keith, how important is it to the
3: overall community for our minority and
1: women owned businesses to do well?
3: Um, it's Sean. Thank you for having me on the show. And I appreciate the kind words. Um, it is extremely important for our minority business owners and 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 women business owners to do well because um, it, it, it speaks to the character of our community. It speaks to the intent and the desire for all segments of our community to do well and to have the support behind them to make sure that they have the resources to do well. Um, I, I just think that it's important because... Um, as the saying goes, we're we're only as strong as our weakest link. And in a community such as Tallahassee and Leon County, where we um, we, we pride ourselves on being an all-American community, for us to have um, some lagging indicators and and some some things that uh, present themselves as challenges to minority and women-owned businesses is is um, a challenge that we need to face head-on and we need to roll up and marshal all the resources we can to make sure that is representative of an all-American community man yeah, listen, y'all should be in
1: here. <laughs> uh, Daryl Jones just got the Holy Ghost in here with when Keith was talking. I thought he was about to, about to skip out that chair. <laughs> uh, his hand went out <laughs> up in the air. He said, hey! <laughs> Sean,
0: what is so important about both of these businesses, all three of our honorees, these two here who are here most specifically, have been an enormous part of what has been our economic recovery in this community. And the fact that they are both minorities in this community. First, Keith uh, Bowers, as the economic development champion, helping to marshal all of those both federal and state uh, recovery dollars, helping to manage that and provide technical assistance. As you know, as a chamber uh, chair and founder, the pandemic had different impacts on our businesses, right? Yes, and the opportunity for uh, for the loss of jobs for wage earners who could not find other uh, replacement employment, the fact that he was able to provide the funds that keep those businesses open, keep those families employed. And beyond what he all, what he has already done for now for more than a decade as regional director of the FAMU Small Business Development Center, we had to acknowledge him. And then also a critical part of that recovery was PPE, not just in hospital and medical settings, but also in business settings and for government so that we could still be able to move and operate and still be able to come to work and remain employed and be able to still be able, although with social distancing, provide that extra layer of protection and security to keep our community safe. How could we not acknowledge these two fabulous African-American people who've had such an important impact during this pandemic?
1: Well, and you you hit it on the nail on the head. Look, 40 percent, 41 percent of black owned businesses have um, closed during COVID. That's nationwide. But Tallahassee is not immune. Um, to those percentages, and so um, uh, this 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 is good work that needs to be done. We got to celebrate those who are still thriving and surviving. And Princess, I really wanted to ask you and Kim Rivers this question. So you 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 actually have to represent everybody uh, in answering this question because it's an important one. But what do you what do you see as the biggest roadblock um, for women and minority owned businesses in Leon County, and 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 how do we begin to fix the problem?
2: I would say that it's important for us to ensure that we continue to have a seat at the table. Um, A part of us being able to even provide the PPE is because we're on the state term contract for Florida. We are the only African-American woman-owned firm to ever hold that contract. Wow, wow. And we got it not because of our designations. We got it because we presented, we competitively bid for it. And we presented an option that we were able to compete with the big box stores and so it was because of that opportunity that positioned us to be able when the pandemic happened to be able to perform and we were the first ones in within the state of florida providing ppe we also provided ppe on the federal level um, and was able to import product off from overseas bringing it in And that's because we were given a seat at the table. Mm. And so I think it's important for us to ensure that we're creating opportunities and we're creating avenues that we are being presented with um, that voice that sometimes we don't get. Um, I say, you don't know my company, you don't hear my elite products, but you know, Office Depot, you know, Staples, you know, Best Buy, whatever the big box stores are, and the fact that a small little firm of seven employees here um, working on the product side are able to get the same pen and paper over to you that those big box stores are, it it means something different. And so the fact that um, we were given an avenue that we are able to show ourselves and prove ourselves, I think that's what we all want as businesses, the opportunity to prove our capability. And so I'm thankful that we were able to do that and we're We've been able to stay in that marketplace. We're four years into a ten-year contract, so we're thankful for that.
1: Wow! And listeners, we're talking about elite business strategies. That's right, uh, Princess Osley, and um, she's doing an amazing job. And 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 you know what? Oftentimes, you are competing with with people that um, and companies that have just been around for a long time, and but. You know there are people who look just like you who would rather deal with people who look like you. So, so I, you know, the challenge of being at the table and the opportunity to 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 promote your good business, right? right? That you do good business, timely and getting the job done. That's the kind of thing we need to promote, and why we're so glad you're on the show and we're able to do that, Keith. But how do we build capacity, Keith? How do we build um, a situation where? There's more champions for economic development for Daryl Jones and his his folks to consider. How do we connect um, small business owners and 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 people who have dreams of owning small business with resources like the ones you offer at uh, Famu um, SeDC?
3: I, I say um, you know having access to those opportunities is is, is crucial. Um, we build capacity by, I, I would say, being honest about um, what our current capacity is it, I mean making an assessment of what businesses are capable of doing and that's what we do when you come into the small business development center. Um, we start with where you are we make an assessment um, we talk to you about your goals and aspirations and where you want to be. Sometimes we have to be the bearer of bad news if it's if it seems like that um, you don't have the resources needed or, right now you don't have the resources needed you know we sometimes have to you know tell you that and try to help you determine what's needed for you to grow or to become established in businesses but building capacity is, is sort of a loaded question because it, it involves access to capital um which is i meant to load it Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it involves access to capital which historically has been an issue and continues to be an issue for for uh, minority-owned businesses. We are denied at twice the rate of majority firms. Uh, when we do get approved for loans, it's typically at 30% of the amount that we have applied for. Um, shorter terms, higher interest higher rates. interest rates. And, and it's, it's just, um, you know, a, a, another example of how uh, minority and women-owned businesses are underestimated and marginalized. And so I think, you know, if we start to peel away at those things and then start to be creative about how do we address those issues and then find, you know, great solutions such as micro loan programs, um, programs that really factor in the, the issues that these small businesses have, and then start to usher those programs and make those available, and then preparing people on the other side of that equation to receive that and to provide them with the technical assistance so once they do receive those funds, they can be successful. And a lot of folks want to talk about, and I've said this before, a lot of folks, when you talk about access to capital, you often get pushback in the form of uh, financial literacy. But just like normal literacy, you learn to read by someone giving you a book. Um, You didn't watch somebody read and learn how to read. That's right, that's right. Um, So we have to start giving people money we have to start making these loans and, and investments into these businesses, and give them that opportunity to become, you know, great stewards and to develop their business acumen with real resources. Well, and and y'all, that's that's Keith Bowers,
1: um, a great a great resource in this community. He works for FAMU um, Small Business Development Council, and um, if you have a business or you're trying to start a business and you don't utilize the resource of a keith bowers you are missing something that is readily available to you in a way that is abundant and i would tell you i don't know a, don't know a smarter person when it comes to how you access capital how you you know what how you make your dream a reality let me just leave it at that Mm -hmm. so so now uh, he is being awarded For that <laughs> He is being awarded For that That talent That he's bringing To our community And so he's Here on the show And and, um, and we congratulate him So thank you Keith Thank Darryl, you Daryl I do want to say I want to ask you I want to go back To something we said min- Minutes ago And it's about COVID-19 And how it has hit Black businesses uh, Not just in this community But across the country Um Owned, women owned businesses not just in this community but across the country. How do we understanding what we understand? How do we rebuild? How do we make sure that um, we start to move in a course towards bridging and closing the wealth gap that ex, that exists in our community?
0: Well, part of part of the solution. Uh, I, I, I allow me to. Thank you and the Big Bend Minority Chamber for the role that you have played in helping uh, the Office of Economic Vitality and each opportunity that we have tried to provide local recovery dollars to minority and women owned businesses. You've helped us to share that message. You've also helped to provide technical assistance, whether it was the CEDAR grant, the LEAN grant that we had for not for profits, and here most recently with the CARES grant. Now, what is critical about those recovery dollars is the appropriate utilization of those to help you build or to remain in business. I think there's a smart, there are smart ways by which you best utilize those funds. And going back to what you said, part of the success that we would hope when we talk about long-term sustainability, there's no greater resource than the resource that is the Family Small Business Development Center. Not only do they identify monies that are available, the monies that we may have awarded, they could help you to best utilize those as you talk about creating a brand new trajectory, going to now new available markets. All of those things in terms of how you build and talk about strat- strategies for growth and sustainability, they are uniquely primed and placed to provide that type of assistance. Now, one of the things that I think what makes Medweek so important Because we have this suite and boutique of workshops and seminars, but what we cannot do is teach hungry. Mm. I can't teach you to be hungry. I can't teach you. OEV cannot make you go and see Keith Bowers. OEV cannot make you go and see Career Source, who also has monies to help minority-owned businesses and women-owned businesses. They'll pay for your staff for up to six months. Those resources are available to you. We share those stories. We're sharing them now during Med Week. We want people to take advantage of those workshops. But what we cannot do is teach hungry. Part of what the, the businesses that survive, a great number of them, are because they are ambitious and they seek out the resources. And then, not only do they seek them out, they then follow through. And I think that is a critical part of
1: our economic recovery. Well, listen, we are happy to celebrate Med Week with you all and to celebrate um your accomplishment here and um i I mean listen again applause to you and not just for winning the awards but what it took for you to be recognized because sometimes we miss that right you're not just getting recognized because uh you got a friend in high places Uh, that doesn't work with med week (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry to tell you that doesn't work with med week Uh, you have to perform you have to do something special. And you have to be because, you know, we harder on ourselves than 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 anybody is on us. But Med Week is an example um, of our greatest contributors to this community, to the business community. Uh, being uh, rewarded. Now, I was trying to close out, but you can't do that with Daryl Jones on your thing? show. One you thing? have to let him close out.
0: No, so we're going to do that. No, son. I just want to acknowledge ahead, all Darryl. the folks who are on the MedWeek committee. You, your chamber is a part, the Capital City Chamber, the Office of Supplier Diversity, Leon County Schools, all were a part of this. And I also would be remiss if I did not acknowledge that all, as we acknowledge uh, Keith Bowers as being re- receiving our Pinnacle Award the Economic Development Champion of the Year Award. It is great to be interviewed by Economic Development Champion also a former Reggie Roll winner, uh, Sean Pittman. And thank you for what the BBMC does in this in this current environment
1: as well and the impact that you have. And thank you for your contributions to Midweek. Thank you, Mr. Jones. And thank you, Princess. Thank you, Keith. Uh, shout out to Kim Rivers. All of you, uh, congratulations and thanks for sharing it with us here on the Sean Pittman Show. And uh, listeners, uh, stay with us. We'll be be right back with a short but important Pitman point right after this
0: it's time for Pitman's point it's time for Pitman's point
1: welcome back to the Sean Pittman show and we are again sending our congratulations to the Med Week Award winners what a great group of leaders and uh, you know Uh, We've had Kim Rivers on this show before She wasn't here today But uh, we congratulate them all And what a great group of people Uh, Y'all keep up the good work And we wish you all the best Now it's time for the Pittman Point Recently the local minority chambers The Big Bend Minority Chamber And the Capital City Chamber uh, Presented a set of policy proposals To the Blueprint Intergovernmental Agency That is a group made up of city and county commissioners Uh, But they gave some Proposals uh, for the agency's consideration and for their action. Now we know that COVID 19 has hit Black owned businesses harder than anyone else, almost two to one, with closures coming at a rate far exceeding other businesses. We also know that governments can act quickly during a time of crisis like the one that we're in right now. Funding has been made available uh, for many worthy causes to help our neighbors endure this time. Uh, The Office of Economic Vitality has led in that effort. So now is the time for our government to help us level the playing field and close this racial wealth gap. So I'm going to borrow today's Pittman point from Leon County Commissioner Nick Maddox, who said, keep up the pressure. The real changes that we need in the black community will not come unless we keep demanding them. Remember what Frederick Douglass says, power sees nothing without a demand. And we're in a moment where those demands are critical. Keep your eyes out for the progress on these policy ideas submitted by the Big Bang Minority Chamber. And make sure to tell your elected officials that you want to see changes made to help build our Black-owned business community. Because after all, if we have to lift ourselves by our bootstraps, we at least have to be wearing boots. This is the Sean Pittman Show. Make sure you vote and we'll see you in seven.